0: Growing up. This story will blow your mind, may even give you the chills, shed a tear but most of all I hope it inspires you to never stop believing. As unbelievable as some of this may sound this is an absolutely 1000% true story of how I met my half-brother. I grew up an only child. No siblings, at least this is what I thought, no cousins, one aunt and uncle that were involved in my life at a young age, and two sets of grandparents. My parents divorced when I was very young and one set of my grandparents and dad were always hundreds of miles away so I would see them usually once a year. Most of the time it was me and my mom against the world and an absolutely amazing grandmother who has been my guardian angel my entire life. My childhood was not always rainbows and butterflies but that's a story for another day. I was always somewhat of an introvert, but somehow never had a hard time at least making friends here and there but always seemed to have a hard time maintaining my friendships. So I found myself lonely and wondering what it would be like to have a larger family with many siblings and or cousins to spend my days with. I was always envious of larger families and dreamed someday I would have a large beautiful family of my own. I am now happily married to a superhero I call my wife who is a huge part of this story and have 3 amazing children. I look forward to what my family will become in the years to come. The news. The Daily Miracle. Never stop believing. Keep your heart and mind open and never stop believing. Let life take care of the rest. During one of my visits with my dad, I was given the news that would change my life forever. I have never been good with dates or ages, so I can not give exact dates or times, but believe I was about seven to eight years old at the time. I do remember sitting at a table with my dad having a conversation when he broke the news to me I had a brother, as he casually handed me a few photos of a boy that was a few years younger than me. Even at such a young age, I was much more mature than most. I remember having a whirlwind of emotions and questions. Where is he, can I talk to him, and why didn't you tell me sooner? As exciting as this was it would become disappointing very quickly and leave me with curiosity for years to come. My father had no interaction with my brother or his mother. He informed me he had a one-night stand and never heard from the woman except for a few times. Then received child support paperwork about a year later. He also informed he heard from the state that the boy had a rough childhood and was now being raised by his grandmother. I remember asking why my dad never tried to find him and why we could not go get him. One key thing I was last informed was that his mother was not 100% clear on how to spell my dad's last name so his last name is spelled one letter off on his birth certificate. My last name is spelt Givart his is Givart. This will become key later in the story. I could write an entire book looking back on it now on why my dad never went looking for him and how it was probably the best thing for everyone. It would not have made a significant difference in his life. There were times growing up where I had wished I was my brother and had never had the opportunity to meet my father at all. It would have saved me from years of heartache. Obviously, every child should have the chance to meet his parents, but if you knew my father and knowing my brother had a rough childhood already, my dad would have not made his life any easier. I would spend years of my life wondering where my brother was, what he was like and how I could find him. I remember there were days and nights I would dream of what it would be like to meet him. As people in my life would talk about their siblings I would always tell them I had a brother I had never met. My wife. My wife and I. I met my wife when I was just 12 years old in 7th grade. We have been inseparable ever since. We are now 32 years old and have been together for almost 20 years and married for 14 years. We got married just 2 weeks after my 18th birthday. You may be asking yourself how this is relevant to a blog post on how I met my brother, but believe me, this is an extremely important piece of the puzzle. My wife also has a brother she has never met which makes this an even more incredible story of why to never stop believing. Although she did have some slight communication with him in her younger years. She never got the chance to meet him and their last contact really early on. Fate. Fate slash destiny. Greater than that which is inevitably predetermined, destiny. Say what you want about fate slash destiny. But after this happened to me it was pretty hard not to believe in fate, miracles, universal intelligence, manifestation, etc. One day while I was working I got a phone call from my wife, little did I know this will be one of the craziest phone calls I would ever receive. My wife was in college full-time at this time and we were about 20 years old. She had made some friends in some of her classes and they were doing a group exercise together. She had the same study group partner for some time now. One day during a class they were asked to do a project together after the project was completed they were asked to put all their paperwork together in one envelope and write their names on it before turning in the assignment. The woman knew how to spell my wife's first name but not her last. So she asked my wife to spell her last name out loud. So obviously my wife began to spell out our last name G-I-V-A-R-T. As soon as my wife finished spelling out our last name the woman immediately looked up at my wife and said wow that's weird you have the same last name as one of my nephews only he spells his G-I-V-E-R-T. My wife's heart dropped she got butterflies in her stomach. I had obviously explained the story of my brother to my wife and my father and I had also explained to her that he spelled his last name slightly different and had given her some other various details over the years. Obviously, my wife had a lot of questions to ask. So she immediately began to ask away and every single answer the woman gave her confirmed small details of what I had told her over the years. She had no doubt in her mind and heart that she had just found my half-brother. Meeting my brother. Obviously everything began to transpire very quickly from there. There was phone numbers exchanged and I quickly learned that we grew up less than an hour apart from each other our entire lives. I was so overwhelmed with emotion at this point. I reached out first through a phone call as the phone range I remember almost being able to hear my heart pounding in my head. The suspense was killing me. No answer. I left a Bria voicemail. I believe it was about a few hours later I received a return phone call. Again as I looked down at my phone my heart started racing. As I answered the phone and said hello I heard my brother's voice for the first time. It was one of those moments in your life when you're not sure how to react, feel, move or do anything. After all these years we had made some form of contact. We set up a meeting very quickly and were able to meet just outside of San Francisco the very next day. My wife drove me as I needed the support and I was very nervous. She was just as excited as I was. I remember sitting in the passenger seat just frozen not sure what to expect. I saw the front door of his house swing open and it felt like hours had passed before seeing what looked like a teenage version of my dad walk out of the house. I have many pictures of my dad in his younger years and it was literally like watching a teenage version of my dad walking towards me. It was incredible, to say the least. I remember giving him a handshake that quickly turned into a hug. I wish I knew what I know now in my later years of how to take and enjoy moments a little better. I guess some part of me felt at the time, now that we had met we would be inseparable the rest of my lives. I was very wrong. He quickly asked me for a ride to his grandmother's house and we spent about 30 minutes in the car together. We were both very shy and did our best to hold a conversation, again another time I wish I could go back and change and knowing what I know now I would have tried to dig a little deeper. He surprisingly knew quite a bit about our father, much more than I expected. As we arrived at his grandmother's house, I quickly started to wonder if I would ever see him again. I thought for sure I would. We would end up speaking one more time over the phone and that was it another 12 years have passed and we have not contacted each other again. Typically about once a year I try to locate him again on the internet through different social media platforms with no luck. Never stop believing. Keep your heart and mind open. Let life take care of the rest. Never stop believing. I know this is not the usual movie or fairy tale ending we have all grown to expect. But it is a real life ending and although it did not go the I would have hoped, it still changed my life forever and gave me some closure to something I'd wanted so bad for such a long portion of my life. It also gives my wife a great deal of hope in her search and journey for her brother, which I know in my heart will someday become a reality. If you know someone in your life who is searching for someone please share this with them to provide a glimmer of hope in their journey. I write this to inspire you to never stop believing in anything. Whether it's a sibling you are looking for or some other form of a dream you may have in your life. Please never give up and never stop believing in anything. Miracles and fate are absolutely real and life has a crazy way of reminding us of this constantly. Keep your mind and heart open and life will take care of whatever it is that you are searching for.